What's going on, beautiful people? We got another one by Kel Newport, a beautiful, beautiful book, beautiful person himself, incredible podcast. Highly recommend you checking out his podcast. He's written a series of books essentially about roughly the same thing, and each area goes really deep into the topic. So the first one that he came out with was essentially getting straight A's in college. I didn't read it. I didn't get straight A's in college. That was produced before or actually after I was already out of college. And this was way before my personal development journey. So I would not have read it anyway in college. I was too busy being an idiot and drinking too much and playing rugby. Then I know, look at the stature. This guy even played Division II rugby. Then he, he, so he came out the, the straight A's. Then he came out with So Good They Can't Ignore You, which essentially is saying, hey, listen, you got to go into one topic very, very deeply for an extended period of time. Become so good, they can't ignore you. Great title to the book. Then he moved into Deep Work, which essentially said, okay, thanks, Cal. I got to become very good or masterful in some area that could be musician, artist, author, CEO, visionary, athlete, whatever it is, a teacher. How am I going to do that? So he said, deep work. You got to time block that. Then people said, hey, listen, thanks for the time blocking. Thanks for telling me that I need to become very good at what I do, but I have a cell phone or I have a computer in my life. Then he came out with digital minimalism, which essentially said, hey, listen, you got to remove this device because it's conflicting with your deep work, which is conflicting with so good you can't ignore you. Okay. Now we have an incredible book, which I've been thinking about for so long, which was getting email out of my life, okay? And a lot of people say, well, email's not a problem, but it brings up text messages, Slack, and all these things that you, you can essentially just, at any time, just get someone's attention, and they will reciprocate. So in other words, back in the day, you'd have to walk into someone's office, and that was a one-on-one conversation. Now, at any time, you could send out an email, it sits there, and then the person has to reply if you work together, okay? Or if it's a, an athlete and it's a sponsor, or if you're a CEO and it's one of your subordinates, or if you're a, a mother or father or a son or whatever, you got to get back to them. Before, you'd have to do this in-person kind of conversation. Now you could just do it at any time. Just You could reply at any time. And we've become essentially glued to not only the devices, but in particular, email. And it becomes... E- literally just categorizes it as an issue, which I see as well. All right. So before I get into it, the main reason that I wanted to get away from, excuse me, email in my company is that most, so I'm in a real estate company. Essentially what I want to do is have all of our emails funneled down to one person. Okay. So appointments is one email address. So if someone inquires about a home and they want to see that home, it's in this inbox okay if someone is negotiating as i spit on camera if someone's negotiating it's in this inbox so in other words you shift them to inboxes so instead of the particular person who's on the house that they're listing sees all of these email inboxes they just see negotiating or whatever it is for you you know you don't need a real estate agent to reply to say i want to see this home at this time and here's my email and here's my qualifications and things you don't need that someone else can do that okay and that's essentially what he what he says on top of that he also brings up a little of the things that he said before this which was time block when you're going to see email email isn't as important as your deep work email isn't as important as putting your your cell phone away for two or three hours digital minimalism. So I highly recommend you his other books before you get into this. I'm going to go into this. I do have 
a lot uh, that I'm going to be talking about. This is essentially the notes that I took on it, and this is uh, the notes on the back that I actually wrote from another YouTube video. So if you want all of these notes, go to, my, go to the link below, and it'll bring you to the website. And it's essentially the Kindle notes that I took from the book. All right, so let's get right into it. Number one is Adobe. This is incredible. Adobe revealed that knowledge workers, okay, so self-reporting self knowledge workers spend more than three hours sending and receiving emails. Come on, three hours a day. That's crazy. Most people like it because it's easy. Most people like it because they don't have to do the deep work. Most people want emails because they feel productive and then they leave at the end of the day and they have this sinking feeling thinking, did I actually move forward in my job? Did I actually move forward in my industry? Did I actually move forward in my career? No, you just answered emails for three hours a day, which is essentially time blocking. Nine to 10.30 is my deep work. 10.30 to 11 is answering emails. Then in the afternoon, you reply 1.30 to two is also answering emails. So you have a huge gap between meetings deep work, time block number two, deep work, and then other things that you might do is that most people get a notification, they get a ding or a buzz, and then they answer it. That's not needed. And the reason is, so say you start answering emails, more emails will come back because they're now replying to someone who's not deep working, deep time blocking their emails. So you send a reply and then you get a response. You send a reply, you get a response. That's not how it should be, all right? Three hours, that's crazy. As far as these social circuits are concerned, members of your tribe are trying to get your attention. Listen to this. Your social circles are trying to get your attention, okay? They don't care about your deep work. They don't care about your goals or your dreams. Like they do, but they say, my email reply is more important. That's essentially what they're saying, okay? The result of this constant state of unease is a low grade background hum of anxiety that my inbound box, my inbox, have actually consumed all of my available time. Listen to this again. People in your work, okay, want your attention, okay? And then at the end of the day, like I said before, is that you have this low humming anxiety that you're either not advancing or you didn't answer an email or you feel bad. You know, there's ways around it and we're gonna get into that. Listen to this, the longer one spends on an email, the higher one's stress for that hour. The longer one set spends on email, the higher one's stress for that hour. That's crazy. A new study found that popularity was captivated by the record, record of one-to-one -one conversations. Okay, one-to-one -one conversations are crucial. And the reason one-to-one -one conversations, as he talks about in the book, are crucial is because you can literally save six to seven to 10 emails. Pick up the phone and call. You know, that's what I do. When I know I get an email and there's multiple bullet points, I say, you know what? Instead of replying with multiple bullet points, they're probably going to have, oh, thanks for answering my multiple bullet points. Here's multiple bullet points to your reply to my multiple bullet points in the beginning. No, pick up the phone and talk to them. Or walk in and then you have, hey, listen, I have office hours from 11 to 11.30. Don't email me. But 11, 11.30, you can walk into my office and ask any question you want, okay? Don't email me, though, okay? I think that's an incredible thing, especially for managers that are not having productive workers. You know, they're getting mad that they don't have productive workers, but what are they spending their time on? 
answering emails, doing low-grade things that aren't producing or pushing the ball forward, which is essentially deep work or digital minimalism because they're on their cell phone or they're, they're on Slack or they're on Messenger, whatever it is for your company. The annoyance is heightened by the fact that we're often overestimating our correspondent's ability to understand our messages. Okay, This goes back to the one-on-one -on -one conversation that I just talked about, is that we have a heightened fact that the way that we're actually translating our text in an email is how they'll receive it. No. <laughs> you know how many times people reply back and they, they, they are reading it in the way that they understand you're sending it, not the way that you actually sent it, okay? That's a huge difference, okay? So pick up the phone, have an area within your schedule, two times a day, three times a day, whatever it is, don't have it for too long that you answer the emails, all right? So he essentially is going over the problem. Because a lot of people don't think there's a problem. A lot of people think, I need to answer this within a minute. I got to answer this within five minutes or else my customers are going to be pissed off. I had that for a while, you know, 13 years in the business. I've literally 12 of those years, I thought I had to reply immediately to text messages, immediately to phone calls and voicemails, immediately to emails or else they won't like me. They won't do business with me. They're going to take their business elsewhere. Listen, how many times do we get an email back later in the afternoon and we're like, oh yeah, I forgot I sent them an email. If it's urgent enough, pick up the phone and call the person, or you have to outlay that to the person that's your customer or your client or your business partner or your company. Hey, listen, if it's urgent enough between these certain hours, I know I'm going to the solution. I, I, I just, I, I think everyone needs to have a productivity just lapse that the device in our hand has completely transformed in a good way and a bad way how we do business our attention, our deep work time block, and the ability to actually have downtime, the ability for our brain to shut off, our ability not to do menial tasks like answer an email about an appointment. You know, These are small little things. All right, moving on. Here, here's a big section. So now we're gonna start moving into the solutions. All right, 100% of their time, and by their it's workers. 100% of their time is dedicated to actually doing work they're trained to perform, okay? So this is what I was talking about before, and this is how I want to run my company based on the book that I, based on this book. So I read Deep Work, Digital Minimalism. I read this and I said, you have to categorize each area, okay? Whether that's a, these people only handle support. These people only handle sales. These people only handle marketing. And that sounds obvious, but sometimes the same person is handling the exact same email inboxes because they are a representative for their company, okay? Or they are the, the go-between. In other words, they're inside sales or outside sales. And they're doing the, the, the support, they're doing the marketing, they're doing the sales, they're doing the visionary, they're, they're answering the emails. Salespeople should just be doing sales, okay? Marketing should just be doing marketing because that's what they like. Okay, so if someone says, hey, listen, Charles, inside sales, when is my home going to be posted on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or when is it going to be listed? That's not a real estate agent. A real estate agent needs to be out in the field. They need to be showing homes. They don't need to be scheduling. They don't need to be posting it. They don't need to be handling support. They don't need to be doing all these miscellaneous things that come along with being a real estate agent. If you're inside sales or outside sales, you, or if you're marketing, marketing people should not be handling support or sales, okay? Marketing people should be like, listen, 
the image is getting produced, it's going to be up on this date, it's going to be promoted on this date, it's going to be emailed on this date, it's going to be you know, on Facebook on this day, whatever it is, okay? That's marketing specific, okay? When people spend 100% of their time dedicated to actually doing the work they're trained to perform, they're actually doing work, there's nothing to check, there's nothing urgent to reply to. I love that, I love that. This company begins every day with three hours of uninterrupted deep work. What was I saying before? Uninterrupted deep work, three hours a day, all right? They, they don't even receive a single input. So what they did was they put up a block on emails until 11 a.m. You can't even email them, it, or I'm sorry, you can't even receive an email until 11 a.m. So even if they go to their inbox, it's in the cloud, it's being held until 11 a.m., they're done with their deep work, they have no inputs, they have no messages, they have no emails, they have nothing from a boss, a colleague, outside vendor, anyone, you know, if it's support and that's all they're doing, that might be different. But if it's someone that needs to go into deep work, whether it's creative, whether it's it, they're coding a website or designing a website or they're actually making sales calls or they're, they're handling objections from outside sales or they're traveling to clients, whatever the case is, they don't get anything until 11 a.m. Then at 11 a.m., the emails trickle in. Then they have 11.30, it stops. So they answer everything for a half an hour, they send it out, they don't look at the replies of what they sent out. God, that's so, that is so efficient, especially in a world that we have all these things that are great. We have Slack, which is amazing. We have email, we have text, we have calls. We have all these great things. But the problem is, is that we are not spending any time on the actual productive side of work, all right? If your team or organization produces a given type of results 30 times or more a year, this is incredible. If your team or organization produces a given type of result 30 times a year or more, and it's possible to transform its production into an automatic process, the transformation is probably worth it. So what things do you do every single year? It could be sending out a contract with the contract is exactly the same, all you have to do is just input the name, the date, and then it goes out as an e-sign. So that's something in real estate we do. Or all we do is just take the, the first image of the living room, put it on top of a Canva template, and then change the address. That's an automated thing that we do at least 30 times a year. Give that to someone that's either an intern, give that to a VA, virtual assistant, give it to someone that like that is the last thing you should be doing in the day okay is these these automated tasks okay it, there shouldn't be like i wonder how i should design this instagram photo if it's the exact same way every single time but if it needs to be designed a little bit different then yes that's not an automated task that you do 30 times a year if you're sending out the exact same contract the exact same agreement the exact same invoice think of a system get a system or at least go to an outside vendor to automate the system okay you should not be coming up with the exact same, or I'm sorry, a, a, a completely, a complete variety of invoices. Okay, you should be typing that up every single time. Have templates, have an automated system, have an automated process. Move on from clients who cost you, who cost your psyche, and don't justify the improvements to your immediate bottom line. Okay, this is something that I've really moved into, which is, is this client someone that I actually want to work with? Okay, there was someone actually literally today that she walks in, she's gonna to be a potential buyer of mine, 
And she just nitpicked everything. And I said, I just, in 13 years, I just know this is going to be an issue. And this is going to weigh on me. So get to the point where you automate your processes. You go into deep work time blocks. And you automate your email at a certain time. And there's great things out there. I use um, Inbox Pause. It's free. It pauses my inbox for a certain amount of time. It holds emails for a certain amount of time so I don't get replies. You can send it later so you don't get replies to your emails. Things like that. It holds your email for a certain amount of time. Then it releases it. In other words, from like 6 p.m. until the next day at 11 a.m. It's an incredible thing. It, like my productivity is through the roof because even on my phone, I don't get it. So even on my phone, I'm like, oh, I don't have any emails. It's probably stored somewhere in the cloud ready to rain in at a certain time. But as they say is that go with clients that don't cost you your psyche, okay? I talk about all the time is that your health is your priority. Your health is your priority. You have to prioritize your health because otherwise you're going to have no energy for clients or to lead or to go into deep work or to advance your life, your career, your finances, your relationships. And those are the most important things, okay? Most people do not have long-term careers, okay? hate to say it. Most people just have jobs, and they just show up to the job every single day. And they could be poached at any time or leave for someone else at another time. All right, here we go. Once you no longer think of email as a general purpose tool for talking about anything at any time, it is a strangle. Oh my God, this, I love this. I actually have three check marks next to this. Once you don't see it as a general purpose tool to get your attention, in other words, you say, you could even put it in the bottom of your email, which says, hey, listen, only contact me if it is about scheduling an appointment to talk about moving forward with our company or moving forward with a quote or moving forward with our product. If you want support, if you want to schedule an appointment for, I don't know, an invoice or something else, put it in the bottom and have links. If you want to schedule support, if you want to talk to marketing, if you want to talk to IT, but I'm just in sales. Okay, so once you see it, not as a general purpose, but specifically to you at a certain time of the day, then we can move on, all right? Partition it into different days and hours. Anyway, I think that covers it. And I truly see the book as a good wake-up call, I think, to all organizations. Because as I just said in the last thing, is that we see email as a general purpose time that I can receive anything at any time and I have an obligation to answer it, okay? Number one is you don't have an obligation to answer it, okay? You don't have to answer it immediately, all right? It's fine, okay? Your clients are still gonna work with you and if they're not gonna work with you, they're not the right clients, okay? They're not the right customers, okay? I wait on companies knowing that they're doing what they need to do and at one time they will get back to me. I'm fine with that, okay? And if I'm not fine with that, I go with someone that they will get back to me immediately for another vendor, okay? Personally, I've got emails out to, so I'm a triathlete. I got emails out to Ironman. It's been three or four days and they haven't gotten back to me. I'm fine with that because I'm not going to go anywhere else but Ironman to do my triathlons. Like in the future, maybe I will. But, you know, in other words, other races. All right? So if you like this, go to the links below, pick it up, affiliated with Amazon. If you go to the website, you could obviously pick up all the notes that I have, which is four or five pages. Have an amazing day. Talk to you guys soon. Of course, subscribe to the channel.